Hey there, it's Kelly from Zinimi. Before we get started on today's episode, I want to invite you to one of our greatest trainings ever. It's how to build and grow a profitable solo or group practice sustainably. All you got to do is check it out at zinimi.com slash podcast. All right, on to our episode. Welcome to our first ever BSB Success Stories panel. I'm excited to have everybody here and that we're doing it on video. It means okay. so much to be able to see everyone's faces and for you guys to get a real good sense of who these wonderful people are. And we're excited that you guys are going to hear our stories. I love that they just sat down like perfect at the, like same, at the time. Exact same time. That was fantastic. Um, that you're going to hear stories that can inspire you. Hopefully you'll hear a story <laughs> that resonates with you. You'll get some good um, just insight and advice and inspiration. Um, so be looking for that. Have something, jot down some things because you're going to hear some real wisdom and some just amazing, you're going to meet some amazing people. Um, each one of them is going to tell you where they're at and a little bit about their journey. And then we're going to have time for a little bit of Q&A at the beginning and at the end. All right. So we're going to get started, if it's okay, with Sherry Shockey Pope. Because ah, okay. she's amazing. Um, I could introduce each one of them for a bunch, but I'm not going to because I don't want to cut into their time. So, Sherry. Okay. Well, again, my name is Sherry Shaki Pope, and my practice is called Central Counseling Services, Inc. Um, and I'm in Riverside, California. When I first started boot camp or BSB, um, I was a two, I was always a group practice. There was two of us. And we had two rooms and I was a generalist. I'd take anybody because if we went to school, we chose to take everybody. So the very first thing I think that Miranda said to me is you have to niche down. You can't be everything to everybody. And I'm like, what do you mean? Why, why can't I? And I, I remember Kelly saying, um, if you don't, it's going to be a marketing nightmare. And it was true. Um, and so for me, it was like, oh, I have to niche. What, what am I good at? What am I, what are my callings? And so I, it took me a while to figure that out. Um, and then I started knowing the numbers. So I think the next thing after I started niching down was the number piece. And so, um, I started averaging how many, how much my clients were, how much, how many long sessions did they take? Um, how much was my average income from that? Um, and then I added another room because we were doing well. And then about two years after that, we added, we actually moved and then we added six rooms and then we expanded it exactly a year later. Um, I think that was my third time in boot camp. Um, and now we have eight rooms. I have 13 therapists. Um, we see 450 clients a month in my office. I love you know your numbers, Sherry. It's so awesome. Yeah. Income has like, I don't know, skyrocketed. I, I, I don't know. It's way off the charts. Um, and, and expenses have been um, moderate as well. But part of it is always those basics. So it really is about numbers. It really is about in-go, out-go, how to, how to manage that. So that's, that's my, that's my takeaway from that boot camp was it started me in a, in a, a good position to like follow stuff. Like where are your referrals coming from? I had no idea when I started like referrals. I have to like, like network with them. What do I have to do? What, what? 
Um, so yeah, so I have all those numbers. I check them on a regular basis, but I didn't have that when I started because I just didn't know. So you would say the number stuff is like the most transformational piece? I think the first transformational piece was getting a niche. Niche, and then, okay. And then, and then once I had my niche, and it's like, oh, okay, then it was like, well, how long do people stay? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then now I do, and I could, you know, tell you, you know. And you I say it with such you. confidence, too. Like, yeah, I hear well, it in you, yeah. Yeah, and I can tell you what all my therapists do, because all my therapists came to us having no clients. And they're all full. Their transformation of full though. So it's all about, you know, one likes to work, you know, eight hours with on Saturdays and one yeah. likes to work on the evenings, but they're full for them. That's great. Yeah. <sighs> and um, how has this changed your personal life um, having all this shift and growth in your business? I'm a heck of a lot busier. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is your next takeaway going to be balance, Sherry? Because <laughs> we've been preaching balance from the beginning. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I have balance. I have, I, um, I, I think that my next takeaway it would be um, scheduling, because um, I schedule my vacations. I schedule my time. Um, I, I schedule. You know, everything that happens goes through my schedule. And so I look, I'm planning too. It's not just scheduling. I'm planning ahead. You know, for the year, for the quarter for the half a year, and then I'm looking at everything in general. So my life, I have a lot more, I could have a lot more free time, but I'm doing other things. So I'm filling in, I'm, I'm doing clinical hours, I'm doing supervision, and then I have this chunk of time that I created that I can do other, you know, MIS projects. Cool. MIS? Um, Multiple, Multiple streams. Income streams. So yeah. uh, Sherry's doing some really cool stuff with that too, yeah. which is really rad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Thank you, Sherry. Um, and we will be, uh, we'll be coming around for a Q&A for everybody. Um, how about we go to Erica next or, or Nishia? I don't care. Who wants to go? Nishia or Erica? <laughs> Nishia! Nishia, let's get it over with, girl. Yee who laughs the loudest goes first. I know, right? I have to learn how to laugh quietly. <laughs> no. So Next share where your camp. practice is at. Um, what things look like before boot camp? Um, what does it look like now? What was the most transformational piece for you? Uh, my office is in Victorville, California, so I'm about an hour from Sherry. Um, and when I started, uh, my practice, I was hourly, I was subletting at an hourly basis out of somebody else's office. Um, and not sure what, no, no, she froze. No. Did everyone freeze? What happened? Oh, oh you froze. Okay. There you go. So you were subletting hourly. I was subletting hourly and hoping and believing that if I'm a therapist, people are going to show up and that's all that needed to happen. Pay <laughs> 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 a shingle like in 1875 and people are come to the door and so I was <laughs> shocked when that did not happen. So, <laughs> you know, I think I had maybe, um, two or three people, you know, at that time, you know, it was just like, whoever wants to come in. And I just 
you know, didn't really have a focus. So when I did boot camp, amazingly, when I talk to people now, it was the first boot camp you guys did. So um, I'm like, yes, I'm an, I'm an alum. I'm like really OG in the boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, but, I was going to say that. I was like, it was, it, was, it, was, it was a great experience because I think it was the very first webinar when Miranda pulled my website up. It was like, let's look into Shea's website. It was hacked. And then I couldn't figure out what was wrong with that, even though that could happen. And Miranda's like, you need to get some help, girl, because your website <laughs> has been hacked. So everything oh I could change um, at that point. I had not, a, you know what? Sometimes when people say, like, I'm not sure why I'm not getting clients for my website, yes. it takes a minute for me to figure yeah, out why. In that case, it was real quick. <laughs> I can tell you real quick. Here's one big reason why you're not getting clients. I was a security risk and I was going to other places. But um, like Sherry said, the, the niche was the, the biggest for me. I had such a hard time um, with that, you know, being a social worker, it was, you're supposed to take everybody and you're not mm -hmm. supposed to say no. And if somebody's calling and you need a client, how are you going to say no? You know, you're turning away money. Um, and really sitting down and deciding who I wanted to work with and what I wanted to focus on and saying, okay, it's okay to say no. And this is really where I want to go. And I had so many people saying, you're going to block yourself in. You can't do that. And um, by actually just narrowing it down and, and fixing the website to become very, very focused. Um, and the message became extremely tight about, okay, this is who I am. And um, learning how to do the message was big. Um, I didn't really understand how to do a message. And um, I forget what it's called, a little three-minute where you know and you can tell somebody this is what I do I really yeah the, the 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 quick message learning how to do that and how to communicate that on the website um became really important so I would get started getting calls within like two weeks saying hey I saw your website you're talking to me and I was like really I'm talking to you and because <laughs> it was because I changed it was less clinical and more conversational yeah. And that became a, a really huge thing um, for me. So I went from being hourly and having two or three clients and um, over the time of boot camp, really getting my message down, being really comfortable. I was working full time at the agency at that yeah, point. So it took a little right. longer for me to transition. But within weeks, I had more clients, more clients. And by that year mark, I remember coming on the board going, oh, my God, what do I do? And Miranda said, quit your job. Full time. <laughs> and okay. I, I probably said it a little <laughs> less distinct than that, just so you guys yes. know. But I think I probably said, you might want to run the numbers. It might be time. But the encouragement was there because it was like, no, Nishia, just do it. But I think at that point, I because I was full time, I had maybe 10 clients, but within a month, I was full and full for me was at that time about uh, 22 a week within a month I had the 22 a week um, that I needed um, and so then I that first year I actually made more than I made at my agency job working part-time um, just by focusing uh, my attention and making sure that my message was clear and I'm a procrastinator so uh, having the support of Kelly and Miranda was amazing because I'm a, I'm not going to do that. 
And then they're like, well, you need to do that. Even things like bookkeeping software. I was like, I don't want to do that. And I think it was Kelly. Was like, if you don't get bookkeeping software so you can know what your money is doing, you have to do that. And so um, just it really helped with the system. And mute froze again. Or is everybody frozen? Systems were out there, things that I just did not even know existed before I did boot camp. I didn't know about simple practice. I didn't know there was a such thing as an electronic health record because an agency, we didn't have to have it. It was like, oh, they're going to make, gonna make it mandatory in 10 years. You don't have to worry about it. Um, but I think the most transformative thing for me, honestly, wasn't so much that stuff as it was the activity for uh, your most, want, the, the, your perfect day. Mm -hmm. It was your perfect day. And I sat down and I did that. And that became my goal was to make the perfect day my day, you know, where I get, okay, I don't have to come in at eight in the morning because I thought I'd have to come in at eight. But at dream, it was like, come in at 10. I, I take a lunch break and then I only see this many clients and I go on vacation. And over that first year of full time private practice, that being my vision became what I had. And then I realized at the end of the first year, I had that perfect day. Cool. Where, and that was every day was my perfect day. I come in at 10, I leave by a certain time, I have a two hour lunch break, I take a one week vacation and I don't stress about money. And last year I made, um, was it 30 grand more than I made the first year. And now I have another therapist who works for me part time and it's, it's, it's growing. I'm slower than Sherry, who's amazing, by the way. I want to be you when I grow up. <laughs> I really do want to be you when I grow up. Um, but it, it, it's been an amazing, and I don't think I could have done it. I know I couldn't have done it without boot camp and the support that I got even from the community cool. of boot camp. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Sherry, Erica. I know you guys are posting questions and we will get to them and some of you guys are going to answer them too. So, but Erica, why don't you answer some of the questions we had for you and share your story? Sure. So I'm Erica Martinez. I'm a licensed psychologist, classically trained in neuropsychology out in Miami, Florida. My practice is Envision Wellness. Um, so when I started boot camp, Actually, I started boot camp from the very same place I am right now in Mexico. I just want you to know that. So I didn't know that. Full awesome. circle for me. Um, I, did, I only had incorporated my business because I realized of the tax benefits. I was an independent contractor in town. Um, and that was the only reason I had incorporated my business for that purpose, so for the tax benefits. Um, didn't have any private pay clients. The only clients I saw were through the group practice that I contracted at. Um, two years later, literally, it's a to totally different ballgame. I'm, I'm actually leaving that group practice at the end of the month. And I have a full slate of private pay clients. I've never taken insurance as a private practice, which is great for me. Um, <laughs> And I have to say that it's just, it's a different, it's totally different. I mean, I just, I started my practice without thinking it was going to be anything but a tax write-off benefit and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and with no intention of growing it. And, um, and right now it's a, 
50% full in terms of the therapy side of things and probably part, probably another quarter away with clients. So I'm about 75% full. Um, and it's great. I mean, testing does take up a lot of time. So that's that other bit. And uh, I'm, I'm a happy camper, literally. <laughs> and for me, boot, the, the most transformational part of boot camp is the task planning exercise that Kelly guides us through in that video when we break up things into those four quadrants. That has saved my life more times than you probably know. Um, because it's it's something that hangs in my office and I stare at every day, every day. And every time I try to go off task, I have that right in my face, reminding me that I need to refocus and shift back to, to the to the tasks that are going to get me to that greater vision. So to answer Amy's question, um, that's how I that's how I'm building a really big brand, which I do. I mean, Kelly and Miranda know my big vision. They know what I want to do. I want several different divisions, including consulting and coaching. How and, when she says it. And, and, um, and, and that's slowly coming on board. I have one person that's already interested in coaching with me. And uh, I hadn't told you guys that, but that <laughs> I'm spilling the beans there. And uh yeah, so, but I think that's instrumental. That exercise is so important and so transformational for me. And I would echo the same thing that Sherry and, and, the scene, and Nishina said, that the niching is, is, a, is a hard thing, but it's a necessary thing. Once I nailed my niche, and it was not easy to nail my niche um, at all, at all. I really struggled with that. But once I did everything kind of flowed. And I would say that the last year of knowing my niche, really knowing my niche inside and out has increased my revenue drastically. I awesome. So. Well, thank you for sharing. My pleasure. Mallory, you want to go next? Sure. Um, so my name is Mallory Grimsby. Um, my practice is just my name, LCSW for licensed clinical social worker. I'm in uh, Woodbridge, Connecticut, which is right next door to New Haven, like literally right over the line. Um, and so when I had started boot camp, I was still within my first year of practice. Um, I was didn't really realize what I was getting into on the business end, and I'm like such like a checklist kind of a person. I actually found you guys on Pinterest, and I was like, wow, these people are like everywhere and they were like so cool. And like, it just happened to be that boot camp was starting like the next week. And I was like, Oh, I got to get in this. <laughs> um, so I was like, so excited that like, I got my, my call in and was able to get rocking and rolling. And um, I will tell you the first time I was so overwhelmed by all the information <laughs> that um, I'm now going to be going through it my fifth time. And I feel like I, after this last time, I feel like I really have like my foundation sound, like finally, and that just kind of helped me be like, whew, okay, I could concentrate on all this other really fun stuff that I was trying to do at the same time. Um, I have what Kelly Miranda referred to as shiny object syndrome. <laughs> so <laughs> it's good to like rein myself in and remind myself I can get to that. I just have to do this part first. <laughs> so having the modules in 
the order that they're in and like the checkoff sheets has been so, so helpful. Plus the Facebook community. Um, and if anybody makes it to back, it's awesome. <laughs> um, that like totally got my butt in gear. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Oh, geez. All right. So for you, the most transformational piece, can you say it again, Mallory? It yeah, cut out, so I didn't oh, hear. That's okay. No. So the most transformational piece for me was really having the modules in the order that they were and like the checkoff okay. sheets mm -hmm. and being able to like go in order and be like, okay, I got this part down, now on to the next part, rather than trying to do everything at the same time. Yeah, I think that's something I've gone over with a lot of people lately interviewing. I'm like, it's in an order for a reason and it builds, you know, upon each other. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Gary Brown, do you need me to go through the questions with you? Or you kind of got it. I have dyslexia. I always need to be like. I'm going to ask you then. So tell <laughs> us your name, your practice location. I am uh, Gary Brown. Um, I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist here in Los Angeles. Um, been in private practice for a little over 30 years now. So this is what I love about Gary. He's been in practice over how many years? <laughs> right. So everyone's like, oh, this is just for people who have started a practice but tell us where your practice was before you did boot camp um actually my practice was very successful uh, yeah. when i first met you guys and and i remember my first interview with you Kelly, and we talked for about an hour and and at the end you said i don't think you're really wanting much and, and at that time i i kind of wasn't aware you know i had a waiting list i just wasn't sure what to do so you know, i waited a year and then something I saw something you guys put out and I just went, eh, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to give them a call again. So then I had about a 15 minute interview with Miranda and after about 10 minutes into it, I went, I need to go for this. I, you know, and I didn't know why <laughs> uh, I just knew, no, I need to go for this. Uh, and, and it was just an intuitive thing. And, you know, my life has been altered dramatically. It's intuitive. Gary was denied entry into boot camp. <laughs> he was. I did not let him in. So, and he came, called back a year later asking to get in. And he talked to me. And I'm talking with him. And he's like, I really, like, I know I need this. Like, you, you have to accept me. Like, I just know. And I'm talking to him. I'm like, well, return on investment. Like, it's really important. And what is the piece? I just... There's just something I just have to do this. And he was so heartfelt and there was just such a passion. Okay. He's like, I just feel like I I feel like I, I remember I know where I was at actually, Gary. I was sitting outside at the Thai food restaurant, randomly enough, um, doing it in the car call in the car. And I was saying you were talking about like, I feel like something is like there's like a fire that sort of went off, like everything's fine everything's going but I feel like I'm sort of like losing steam and I feel like I'm gonna miss something and I just feel like my practice is just in this holding pattern and I need I need what you guys have like I need that shift um and so he did I, I let him in <laughs> <laughs> Well, and thanks for doing that. You're <laughs> welcome. Hey, but where's your practice now? Because I think that I think it's a good question for people who have been in practice. What does it look like now, Gary? Um, I made about another twenty-seven, twenty-eight thousand dollars last year. Uh, nice. I won't get into ROI, but you know, the, the, yeah. Um, I think I've I've had a, another year over three hundred thousand, so I'm happy with that. Um, but I, I would say 
probably the biggest thing that was really the biggest surprise for me going through boot camp and of course Mac after that was I've changed as a clinician because I started blogging every flipping week uh, and hiring two virtual assistants has been awesome and really helpful. I just feel like I'm more current. I, I felt like I never wanted to be that therapist who was going to mail it in, right? And, you know, I just didn't want to be that guy. And I'm kind of at a point in my career where a lot of people, when they get to this point in their careers, they are kind of mailing it in. And I just, just ethically, I just felt like my clients deserve better than that. And so you guys have provided me with, I, I can't even tell you how many opportunities just to become a better clinician. Forget the money side of it. The money side of it takes care of itself. If you have a passion for it, um, and you're open to obviously all the goodies we got in boot camp. And I, 95% of what you had in boot camp, I thought, oh, okay, I'm making money. There's not much I'm going on here. I was so, so wrong. <laughs> so, wrong. Um, so um, I, I'm, I'm just eternally grateful. I, I, I would say to, to answer the question, what's the most transformational is I'm a better clinician for my clients. Nice. I have overall, uh, and now I actually have a marketing plan. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I was on cruise control. I swear to God, I, ne I never marketed my practice other than putting up a, a, a very wimpy website. And now I have a much better website. Um, but I, I just think I'm a better clinician now. And, and, and I was not expecting that. I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to get the business up out of boot camp. And I did and still do. But, and you made uh, some great friends out of it, too. I love this community. I just, the two of you, I'm absolutely... <laughs> not just that, though. Just. I mean, <laughs> we, I mean, if you, if you know Gary, you, you can't help but, like, love him. And uh, he's been a great asset to boot camp, too, which is every single person in this room does contribute in some way, and we love it. I mean... So it's one of these things like you get and you give back. It's so cool. So, all right. Thank you, Gary. <clears throat> we'll come back to you. Okay. Nom. Saved for last. <laughs> I'm going to call her motor mouth nom. No, she's not. <laughs> she was worried she'd go over. So we said, I'm going to surprise you today. <laughs> You'll all see. Right. Start out with your name and your location. So my name is Nam. Well, it's actually Namruta, but it's foreign and no one remembers it and I go by Nam. It's it's just kind of <laughs> what my name is now. <laughs> Kelly and Miranda remember my name and they're very good at it. So my name is Nam and I have a really, really fun and make note of this multi-niche practice <laughs> in Mission Hill, San Diego. And I'm going to start off with a question by Lisa, I believe, who asked about location. So my practice, if you go on psychology today right now and you enter the zip code 92103, you will have a hundred pages show up because there are like nine therapists on the street that I'm in. Um, so it's completely saturated. It does not at all. It, it hasn't impacted me in any way. I have clients who travel, they catch flights and they travel from Mexico to come in for sessions. No one cares. Once people figure out that they can connect with you, Lisa, and anyone else who's wondering, um, location will not matter. And that actually brings me to where I was before boot camp. So before boot camp, I was pre-licensed um, and I was in private practice. So private practice at that time was 
kind of like the boyfriend everyone tells you to not date but you're like no but i love him yes. like taking way more than it was giving me i was at a point where i was like okay i probably have to donate my organs to make this work but i love him um, yes. so everyone's nodding their heads Oh crap, I dated that guy. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everyone and their mom told me, wait till you're licensed. You cannot have a private practice when you're pre-licensed. Just and me being the person I am, and I don't know if Kelly and Miranda know this. I I was like Gary. I just had to be in boot camp. However, here was the difference. I wanted to be in boot camp and grow my practice just to prove people wrong. Like <laughs> I was like I'm going to show you he's the best guy for me and we're going to get married and <laughs> So when I entered boot camp I was like I'll show you all pre-licensed power people So I get into boot camp and where I was was I thought I was working pretty hard because I had sustained somewhat of a practice for a couple of years except i got into boot camp and i went oh i don't really know what to do what pro just one second nam you'll be back come back to us nam but that's a great frame of her yes yeah. it is <laughs> yeah. so there you are wait uh and you froze again <laughs> and she froze waving hmm Okay. Marana, we have to hear about how it worked out with the boyfriend. Okay. He broke the internet. It did. Oh. Crap. Oh my goodness gracious. There, wait, wait, there you are. And then you froze again. (laughs) There. He just moved. Yay. Did you hear me? No. We we missed about the point where you got into boot camp and then okay wow what a point right um, so I got into boot camp thinking I knew stuff because I had sustained somewhat of a pre license practice against all odds um, so I knew stuff so I was like okay I'm I'm gonna you know learn some more things by getting into boot camp and I realized the first time I did it I realized I didn't know most things. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. Then I was just kind of winging it the whole time. Um, and here's the part where I'm hoping someone relates or I'm going to be the bad guy. I got into boot camp and one of the first things I heard much like everyone else was niching, right? Have one ideal client you're speaking to. And I'm like, how about four? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then I hear, yeah. well, to get more clients, you need to blog. And I'm like, gross, I'm not blogging. Like, 10 ways to not be depressed. Who does that? Mm-hmm. So I said no to that. Um, then Miranda and Kelly talk about a, a website. And I go, yeah, I don't have one of those. I wish my website was hacked because that would mean I had one. <laughs> so here I am, pre licensee completely rebellious, dating a boyfriend that everyone said would never marry me. Uh, boohoo to that. Didn't have a website, didn't blog. And I was introverted, which means in my head, I was very clear that I wasn't going to market like everyone else because I don't want to network. I don't want to meet people. 
that's that's just too much work so when i started i had a lot of nose um and i had a lot of walls and it took me a while to recognize that one of the big reasons why my pre-licensed practice wasn't as powerful as i wanted it to be was because of my own walls and so one of my biggest transformations started by recognizing that my practice was the boyfriend i wasn't supposed to date however if you ask me what my practice is today i have the ring we're in a really happy marriage and we've got each other's back and that happened because a lot of my own emotional and mental walls about the things that private practice does require of you um were very lovingly and very gently brought down by kelly and miranda because they knew right from the start that i was a rebel they used to talk about this um amongst themselves and they somehow <laughs> she they would message she would message us she would message us in a group message and say i know i'm being rebellious right now but it's her yes, i'm not going to do you this are. we yes. did not use the no and you guys you guys know me well enough that i'll be like you know what, whatever path you need to take yeah. in this moment, <laughs> totally. you guys have all got nothing and then I'll just sneak something sneaky in yeah. there. Yeah. So be- the sneak, that's it. The sneak something sneaky <laughs> was exactly what helped me take my walls down. And I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't have a website until three months ago. I've been in practice for six years with no website and a full practice. um and the point i'm trying to make there is no matter where you are whether you're licensed pre-licensed rebellious not whoever it is that you are there's something about the bootcamp community and there's something about kelly and miranda where you get to continue being the person that you are and still f- figure out what success is going to be like for you so if you go to my website you will see this uh, my website is soulnarratives.com and the first line you will see on there is something Kelly and Miranda know they spoke about elevator pitches and taglines and i went ew <laughs> i don't know what that is i'm not going to do it and i made it work um i have four niches and i consistently get referrals and in fact and here is the big takeaway for me i am recently coming out of one of the quintessential kind of private practice lulls where your case load dips and the fears begin what if i shut down what's going to happen uh, where is this going to go and i'm just coming out of it except i didn't have those fears and that's my biggest takeaway is bootcamp has helped bring my walls down and it has it's given me a level of mental fitness that private practice needs so whether it's marketing whether it's your business plan whether it's um how many niches you should have or whether you should have one or not if your mental fitness is not where it needs to be none of this is going to matter mm-hmm. and so what i got from bootcamp was no matter where i'm going to be in my life i need to strengthen my insights to be able to have this relationship with my private practice and my practice has absolutely responded 100% um my clients are all my ideal clients if i could switch out family at thanksgiving for my clients i would in a heartbeat because <laughs> i like them a lot more it's just the truth and that actually means that i now only see my ideal clients i turn away clients that are not going to be a good fit for me and i send them to someone who will love them more 
and better. So I've gone from pre-licensed to I'm now licensed. I've been licensed about eight months. And instead of being the therapist who technically would start private practice now because I'm licensed, I'm now starting to have conversations with Kelly and I'm going to with both of them in boot camp uh, this time around of, well, what's next for me? Mm-hmm. I've, I've got my private practice bit down. I want to write. I want to speak. I have other ideas of, you know, different things I want to create. And that's eight months into being licensed. Money is absolutely not an issue. My husband, who's a director in an agency, um, he and I talk all the time about how I work half the hours he does and make as much, if not more. Um, and it's, it's all possible. You just have to commit to the mental fitness and the work that you, you do need to do in boot camp. So pre-licensed to licensed and scaling. I think all of you are scaling in some way. Mm -hmm. All of you are. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So we're going to go around and we're going to do a little round robin um, question. You guys are all going to get the same question. And then we're just going to go into like a little free for all with questions being posted um, by our participants. So our round robin question is um, what is one piece of advice you'd give to anyone who's considering joining boot camp? What was your biggest piece of advice to someone who's mm-hmm. considering it? <clears throat> and you guys can jump in however you wish. Just go. I can go first. Um, I relate so much to Nam with the rebellious piece. Um, yes, and I wasn't like outwardly rebellious with like Nam. <laughs> yeah. But I know, um, um, Kelly even said to my face in math, like, you have to market to parents. And I was like, no, 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 I don't. I'm, I'm marketing to my teens. Like, they get me, I get them. Like, I don't want to deal with that. And, <laughs> and my biggest piece of advice is just listen to them from the start. Like, be a little open because as soon as I changed over, it was just like the phone just lit up. And, um, and I actually just, the other day got a call from somebody who had referenced like, Hey, I heard like you are the expert in this area for anxious teen girls, which is like my super, super sub niche, like niche, niche, niche. Um, and I was like, Oh, who did you hear that from? And it was from two different people who I have no idea who they are. So I'm like, Hey, (laughs) I'm making it. (laughs) Yeah. So listen to them. We won't argue with that. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you won't. I would say if you're hesitating or you're interested in boot camp, um, my biggest hesitation was cost, and I was really concerned about it. It was a big investment, and that'll make you pause, especially if you're just starting and you're not really seeing the money roll in at the beginning. You kind of think, well, I have to wait until I'm making more money to be able to invest this, but invest it. Because the investment I made with this was what got me the money to be able to do all the other things. And so if you're going to invest your time, you're going to invest your money, invest it in the right thing. And this is such a comprehensive um, program that it was like once I went through it again and then again and then again. Um, But even just the very first time, I saw the financial return. So if it's the money that's making you think, you know what, I don't know if I can handle that. It's worth it. And you will see it. 
you know, because if you don't deal with the head trash and you don't deal with the financial stuff and you don't actually look at what's keeping you from being successful, it doesn't matter if you don't spend the money, you're not going to make any anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. I don't know if that was no, nice. That's, oh, you're good. <laughs> well, but, right, that's awesome. No, that's, it was, it was that's the best investment accurate. that I actually made into my mm. practice. And you know what I think a lot of people are scared of that investment is because it's like, well, therapists in general don't like, they have a lot of money blocks. And this is a conversation we're constantly having. I know I didn't invest in boot camp for that very reason. I just got lucky, so lucky that I was on that call two years ago and I won the boot camp. But it, now knowing what I know, I would gladly pay you. Mm-hmm. And I still gladly pay. <laughs> <laughs> You're in our mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she came to she came to most awesome, awesome conference. Yeah, I went to Mac too. But I am happy to pay you now because had I known then, I would never have flinched. I would have never hesitated um, to pay you the money for boot camp because it is so worth it. But I realize now, looking back, that those were my own money blocks. That was me hitting mm-hmm. my upper limit problem, right? And, and totally, and not, and standing in my own way. So to all of you that are. Is this your own money block, right? Is this you keeping you from greatness? There's a, there's a saying in Las Vegas, scared money never wins. Um, and, and boy, did that apply to a boot camp. I, I didn't really have much of an issue with the cost of it. I was just going, well, will I get anything out of it? I so dearly wish that on the front end of my career, we had had boot camp. Mm. Um, I, 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 I'm, I can only imagine how, I, and I was successful anyway, but I'm trying to imagine now how much more successful I would have been, how much, how much better prepared I would have been as a business person. And I think that's something that was really sorely lacking in our training 30 odd years ago was we had no training. This wasn't available. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't care if you're an emerging new therapist, uh, you're a trainee, an intern, uh, or you've been around like an old guy like me for 30 odd years. Um, there's plenty in here. <laughs> I don't care how seasoned you are. There's plenty in here to justify what I think. I, I don't think you charge enough. I, I, I feel like for the value that I've received, um, you know, if, if I was doing it, I'd probably be charging three, four times what you're charging and, and knowing that I was providing value, but I leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll double it. Next okay, time. fine. And we can all reference this video. Yeah. And <laughs> Gary, 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 how about Nam or Sherry? Do you have anything you want to, Nam, go ahead. I can go. So the biggest piece of advice I can give here is don't be afraid to do the work. Um, I think we're, we're surrounded by so many messages of um, quick ways to be successful in whatever business we create. And when you get into boot camp, you're making a commitment to yourself. You're making a commitment to doing the work that Kelly and Miranda have so thoughtfully and so lovingly just laid out for us. It takes a bit. You do have to commit. You have to, you know, put in the hours to get your practice where you want it to be, but don't 
be afraid of that. It's, it's like the mental fitness piece. It's bootcamp is like the gym for private practice. Mm -hmm. If you want to get muscle definition, you want to lose weight, you want to feel healthier, you have to go and you have to lift the weights and you have to eat healthier and you have to do all of the work. If you sit on your couch and go, dang it, it's not happening. Then there's a reason for that. So sign up for boot camp. You're signing up to doing some, some pretty hard work, but it's very doable. And there are so many of us there to support you. It's not just Kelly and Miranda, even after boot camp, we're all there. We'll jump in. We have your back. So be willing to do the work and we'll figure it out together. It's very possible. See, now she's crying. See, her turn. My turn was the last webinar where I was crying. <laughs> I did that. I, you know what? I just want to say that, that piece, <clears throat> there, is, there is something about the community of people in boot camp, and it's more than we could have ever, Never could have ever, imagined. ever imagined. And that piece of, it's not that there's some requirement of giving back or there's some requirement of connecting in there, but that people see how, how that process works and they're just excited um, to direct. And I think also there's something different about sharing in boot camp and, and helping people in boot camp versus in general Facebook groups is that you know that people have like this, you know, basic foundational stuff that's all available to them. So you're not getting sucked down a rabbit hole of like, you give a little bit of advice and then all of a sudden, you know, four hours of your day went away because they're, you know, they need all of the support. But Hey, it's Kelly. Are you enjoying today's episode? There is so much more to starting your private practice. That's why we created Business School for Therapists. It's our lifetime access business building program created especially for you and all the future stages of practice that you are going to go through. If you're ready to join a community that supports you, that to have access to a massive library of private practice trainings covering everything from creating your vision to setting your fee to getting you legally covered and more, this is for you. Simply go to bit.ly slash therapist business school to get started. I just like, there's so many wonderful, really kind people, so many different personalities, introverts and extroverts and people who want really small practices and people who want to take over the world. And, um, you know, people who have so many different, you know, clinical styles and um, people who are focusing more on coaching and people who are doing types of therapy that aren't even like, you know, they have master's degrees and all this training, but their stakes don't designate or license that type of therapy yet and they're you know figuring all of this out I mean there's just so many people all coming together and it makes this really awesome vibrant community and it's just I feel really really there's not a better word than blessed to be a part of it not even the leader of it to be in it you know with you guys mm -hmm. um so anyways that's awesome. and then sharing um I, I, there's a couple things. I think one, just do it. Just jump in, do it, pay the fee, be done. Um, but I think when you do that, you also need to make this investment in you. So part of it is block that time off. You know, it, you say four hours. I think I put in five or six hours every single day doing something. 
I would take you in the car. I would listen. I'd stream you when I'm you know, going someplace. I'd listen to you when I first wake up in the morning. Um, I'd wander around the house with you, know, you talking, you know, because I needed, I needed to hear it, and I needed to hear it again sometimes, and sometimes I'd have to listen to it more than once, which is, which is the really cool thing about repeating boot camp is that you, at some point you only can get to a certain level, and then you, you, you're done. You, you're just saturated. You can't go any farther. So then when I came back the second time, it was like, okay, I'm going to work on this piece now, and I'm going to work on this piece, and, and I was able to move up from that piece. But um, you have to be willing to put in the time, and, and truly for me, it was reducing my caseload during that time. It was not taking vacation or going doing, you know, I think one time we were going someplace, I'm like, oh, just listen on vacation. That'll be fun. Uh, no, because it's not vacation. It's not vacation at all. It's, no. it's a heck of a lot of hard work. And you can't just like listen to a snippet and go, oh, yeah, that's no big deal. Because you're like, oh, this money issue. I have this. Money. And, and I, I'm supposed to be on vacation. I'm supposed to be having fun. And I'm like, you know, crying over stuff. So it's like, okay, slow down here. So if you do it, commit yourself to it and actually do it. Um, you know, there's been, there's been a, a time that I didn't do it because I, there's too much going on in my life. I couldn't give it the all that I needed to. Um, and so I didn't do it that, that, that time, but the other times I have, and I've done better at certain pieces each time. Um, and so if, if you're going to do it, be all in, be all in or, or, or skip it, just be all in. Awesome. Thank you guys all, seriously. Um, we're going to move into some Q&A, but for those of you guys uh, listening, you can go to bootschoolbootcamp.com forward slash about um, if you have not set up an interview yet. Um, we um, are changing up our model just a teensy bit this year, um, and we're really excited about it. Um, instead of having people come in in two waves in the spring and the fall, we're having everybody come in in the spring, and that's going to free us up. So we're not talking about boot camp. It feels like we're talking about boot camp like all year long. And honestly, we're like, we're kind of sick of it. We're pretty sure you all are sick of it. Um, and so we just want to talk about it once a year. And then we're still going to do boot camp again in the fall, and it's going to be all alumni. Um, it's just we're not going to be adding anybody new in the fall, and then we'll open it back up in the spring. Um, so if you know that you want to do um, boot camp this year, um, definitely get on the interview and we can have a chat. The interview, I think all of them, everybody here can attest to, it's not anything pressury or weird or anything like that. It's really a conversation. Um, and you might get rejected like Gary. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Poor Gary. I totally forgot about that. I, have, I never forget it every time I see his face. I'm like, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. I Gary, he gets the best hugs too. I know. I think yeah. she even she was like, I talked to, I, I do remember her saying, like, I want you to interview this guy. I talked to him last year and yeah, I don't know. I just I just don't know. I wasn't sure he's ready. <laughs> See if he is this time. So anyway. She was like, You accepted him? <laughs> all right awesome so let's see what are some questions do alumni no alumni go back through the process um i hope not 
<laughs> it's lifetime access. So once somebody goes through the process, they're a part of boot camp. You don't have to do anything special. Um, and sometimes we add in like really cool bonuses. Actually, this year um, is the first year we're um, adding in a, a new Q&A call just for um, alumni little extra added bonus um, for this next round because we want to see how that goes. Um, sometimes we'll have random things and we'll meet a lawyer or a CPA and say, hey guys, we're going to do this or we're going to do that. And um, we love being able to like spoil our community a little bit, um, which is really fun. Um, so what are some questions? Do you have to run a marathon? No, that's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have to run a marathon to stay in. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Then I would be kicked out. Um, <laughs> I can't. I don't think I run a marathon. Um, kind of back to what Cheryl was saying. Yes, we recommend the two hours per day. That does not mean you'll get through a module. That's just to give you an overview of the videos and maybe touch on some of the work. It's just a recommendation, and as you've heard, like some people, they took time off and really delved in. Other people, like caught up on weekends. Really, my what feedback I've gotten is that on average, one module takes ten to fifteen hours to complete. That's eight modules. You're looking at anywhere from eighty to a hundred hours. So <clears throat> the thing, the idea is that you uh, kind of get the big picture and then in between until the next boot camp, you kind of have a plan that you're working on. And then the next time around, you just can't redo that. So if you've interviewed and you were accepted, um, you would want to start now. It's not sold out or a third of the way full. Um, and the doors close April 13th, I believe is when, so you would want to sign up now. So Shamika, you, you still have time. <laughs> yeah. So, and here's the other thing I think is sort of interesting is that we um, normally sell out in the last 24 hours. Um, we're watching our numbers because uh, we made a little change to how we're doing boot camp. And in the first week, uh, we sold over twice as many um, slots people enrolled as normal in the, in the first week. Um, so we are it's going a lot faster. So watch the email stuff. Um, we'll be kind of keeping you guys apprised as it gets um, closer, but it's kind of funny. It's almost, it comes in waves where all of a sudden something people will get a bum up there, a bee up their tush or what have you. And... A bee in their bonnet, Miranda. A bee in their bonnet. <laughs> Not in their tush. No. <laughs> I feel like a bee in my tush would be much more problematic than my bonnet. Wait a minute. Is it a Anyways, um, yeah. Nam actually I, got a, uh, Nam actually, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Can I comment on the, how many hours to put yeah. in? Um, so when I had started, I was working full time at a PHP IOP program at um, the hospital, which was super intense. And it was way beyond the hours that I was supposed to be working. So I was probably doing like 50 to 60 ish hours there. And then I had 12 pri um, private clients. So I had very little time and I remember Kelly encouraging me like maybe you should like stop taking insurance and like like do more self-pay so you have more time and my first round in boot camp I probably did like 20 to 30 minutes a day if that and like try to catch up when I could and then after boot camp is when I really like went back and like took my time and I would do like one module like one to two weeks, however long mm -hmm. it took me to get through. And that was so, so helpful. 
Mm-hmm. And that's so, nice because KK there's, a, pace. <laughs> there's a lot of people yeah. in the in the classroom that you can connect in with that you can kind of buddy up and say, hey, I'm going to be doing one module a month or one module a week. Do you guys want to connect in? People get on Skype and FaceTime and you get some community pieces. I think the other piece of advice that I want to give is that know your way of working and your schedule in your life. We don't want you to burn out, right? So think about what your max is. So I know Sherry, six hours, Sherry, she's good, right? Some of you listening, six hours, your head explodes, you're not coming back the next day, you're done, right? And then other people can just like dig in for eight hours and just be like, yeah, it's that good um, and be really excited. So know where that is. And it is important to pace yourself, right? I am training for... I think it's officially called an ultra marathon um, when I've never done a marathon at all. Um, But the big thing is like pacing and going really slow and doing a lot of recovery time and, and giving yourself space. So part of um, boot camp, like we sent out a handbook, it's like hire a housekeeper. If you already have a housekeeper and you can budget it, like bring them in, do some freezer meals beforehand, get some stuff together you know, create time, you know, don't do stuff the week before boot camp. do more family time, schedule time for after boot camp to do family and friend time, you know, make sure you do something nice for yourself every day during boot camp. go for a walk, get off, get, you know, you can take us on the podcast and we'll, we'll go with you that way so that you can find that balance. And so you don't burn out in the process because we don't want that. I know Nam got a question and then um, we also got a question. So I'm going to answer mine real quick and then I'll open it up to you, Nam. And no, we don't include nanny services with BSP, but maybe one day. Um, so in terms of our, uh, our own process, we both, I mean, we've talked about this in other webinars, so I'm going to give you the really brief synopsis. But Miranda built her practice. I built my practice. We started Zinimi as like our multiple streams of income, just like passive income. And then Miranda ended up moving to Seattle. There's a whole story behind that. And she had to leave her practice and knew she wasn't going to be staying in Seattle a long time. And as a trauma therapist, felt it wasn't appropriate to start a practice there. In the meantime, I'm also looking to move. So I moved to Oceanside, which is about an hour away from where my practice was, and I was commuting, and I got over that very quickly. But I think between both of us, we found a deep, deep love for serving therapists in this way, and it honest, I hate that word leverage, but it's true. Like, if I can help 500 therapists keep their businesses open, that's more than I can do just in my own practice, you know, per se, Mm -hmm. though I love my practice work. So um, it's just kind of had shifted into now we do this full time and I can't let go of the few clients I have currently. And then Miranda left Seattle and came down here. So that's kind of how that transformed. Nam got a question about like being pre-licensed and what were some of the things you encountered opening a pre-licensed practice? Um, so before boot camp, um, like I mentioned already, it was pretty messy. I will speak to what shifted for me after boot camp as a pre-licensee because I was still pre-licensed for a couple of years. Um, so if you divide your journey up into emotional, mental stuff, and then the business and practical stuff, um, there were things I encountered in both. So emotionally, just based on confidence and this idea, this very limiting idea that if I'm pre-licensed, 
I can make it, but I can't make it to a level that a licensed therapist can. And so all the decisions I made were kind of limited in that sense because I kept telling myself, well, I'm still pre-licensed. So how far can I really, really go? And from the business standpoint, um, it was from like very minor things like learning how to negotiate my percentage with my supervisor, which at one point felt minor because it was like, well, how high can it go anyway? So from stuff like that to recognizing that there is a way to be the most informed you can be as a pre-licensee, sometimes more informed than your supervisor about business practices, about law and ethics to do with private practice, um, how to tap into your niche, things that you won't get from your supervisor because supervisors get burdened with a lot of stuff. They can't possibly teach you and monitor your, your ethical stuff and teach you how to market and teach you the business side. And so as a pre-licensee, I faced a lot of blocks in honestly, just not knowing how to overcome uh, my emotional confidence stuff and not knowing how to, you know, go through the business stuff as well. Cause I believed as a pre-licensee, how far can I really go? Um, and I realized the day after I passed my second licensing exam that I walked into a full practice, fully aware of advertising laws of ethical guidelines. Um, I started paying rent that very week. Um, and I just kind of moved forward like a licensed therapist. I had it all in order. So I hope that somewhat answers your question, Tony. Yeah. And it varies per state what that yeah. all looks like. So Nam yes. was, yeah. while she was in private practice, she was an employee, but yeah. that was laying the foundation for her own business too. Did you guys, any of you guys use the ba- battle buddy system or no? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. I did, oh, I did it the first yeah. time. <laughs> of course not, Mallory. As a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> Well, I just, I knew that I wasn't going to get through it all. So I, I felt bad being like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you guys, anybody want to chime in about that process, how you fa- paired up and how you utilize battle buddies? Um, I'll, I will speak to that. Um, my, so the first time I did boot camp, um, I had one, one girl that she was really nice, but it didn't really coincide. Her schedule was different than my schedule. So it didn't really work out, but during the boot camp, I found my, my boot camp buddy, and that was Jared DeFeist, um, those first few times. And, and Kelly can attest to the, to the friendship that Jared and I have, because yeah. we're hilarious. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube videos aside. And um, so, so, yeah, so the process for boot camp buddies, I think is something that you may pair yourself up through the, there's a thread in the, in the community where you can find a battle buddy. But I think that's also something that evolves as you start to learn and know the personalities and you find somebody who you really connect with. Um, Gary and I connected when he did his first round. So and it was just like kindred spirits meeting like my soul knew his soul and and then mm. and it was just <laughs> no, it's true i would come home and tell my husband and gary says <laughs> <laughs> um so i think it's something that you just you find your kindred spirit and that's that's how if you you're lucky if you're yeah. lucky yeah if you're really lucky like i i i 
I found Gary and, and I love Jared too. So it's, it's a great mix, you know? Um, and of course, Mallory and there's other people that you connect with, but it's funny like you're just, you're going to, you're going to see the people interact in the community and you're just, you're going to know your people. You're going to know your tribe immediately, even within the tribe, you're going to know who you go with, you know? So that's how it works. I think it's been really fun too. Like, I don't know how many things that we've seen of people doing like little mini retreats and, and people getting together for all these different things. And we're like, look at all the boot cameras we got. Look at all the boot cameras. Look at all the back people. Like it's people take that and they really connect and people are connecting in for like projects and like, Ooh, we're going to write a book together and Oh, we're going to put this product together and we're going to do this together. And it, people form these relationships and trust and like take it to this next level. And it's, it's really amazing to me to see so much uh, more confidence. Like, like I feel like the, like the, the landscape of what's okay and what's possible for therapists is changing. And every time I see cool stuff, like 90% of it, it's like people that have like gone through boot camp. Like, I don't know if you guys are noticing that piece where you're just like, that's really cool. Boot camper. That's really cool. Boot camper. That's really cool. And we're like kind of honestly a little bit, like we're not taking responsibility for that. No, but these fun. are all awesome freaking people who had that there from the beginning. But this process, I feel like just freed them up and gave them the confidence to put it out there. It's not that we're like somehow special and did it. It's that they got what they needed to then be unleashed into the world. And it just makes my heart so freaking happy to just be like, oh, we got to help unleash them, you know? Like we got to help make it so that this next generation of students and pre-licensed therapists, are, they're getting a whole different landscape about what's possible with our license. Like that, that, that like intention and value that like I, that we both share, but like that I, always name when someone says like what's your purpose which is that the master's degree that we won't be the top two worst mass paid master's degrees like I can see how this could change in the next five or ten years based on what I'm seeing like I am like so freaking excited so with go ahead Gary there's another piece of this too you know I have a pretty pretty well-balanced working professional life. But you know, as therapists, and I found this to be true in varying degrees, you know, sometimes this is a very lonely profession. You know, we're in our offices and we're working with our clients and mm -hmm. we take a break in between sessions. And to have this community, mm -hmm. uh, which was another un unknown bonus for me with, with bootcamp and, and certainly with Mac, um, has been just another, just another blessing. Um, there, there's so many people like Erica, I kind of want to jump on Erica's coattails here a little bit with Erica and, and, uh, Cindy Brinkman Doyle and the two of you and just, uh, quite a number of other people. And that's been really, um, inspiring for me. I don't feel as alone in practice, uh, as, as I used to, um, and it's typically not the case in my personal life. But uh, that was just an unexpected bonus. So thank you again for that too, it, and and it continues. Well, it's encouraging too. Because if I can like, say really, really quick. Um, I think if if you're considering it and you're really interested in it, I mean, Kelly and Miranda tend to be like those big sisters who are constantly pushing. You know, so you know, like you're going in and like the big sisters who've done it, and they're like, "You can do it, go!" And so they're pushing you. 
to do stuff, but in a really good way. The community, though, has been the most amazing. I've made great friends. You know, boot camp and the community that you're in is really like, I always say it's like college because I'm still really close to people I went through the very first round with. And we talk, you know, and I knew if I ever needed anything, I could go on that Facebook group and go, hey, I'm having this issue or does anybody know how to do that? And everybody who comes in, some of the groups on Facebook can be hard because people kind of run away like they don't want to share their stuff, but not in boot camp. People are, oh yeah, I did this and I went over here and you should try this. And so you, I always felt so supported and like I had friends, but not like the fake Facebook friends. I had friends <laughs> um, that I could go to and say, I'm a, look, I got this head trash popping off and I'm, I'm overwhelmed and people go, oh my God, I have that too. And you should try this. And what about this? And it was just always more than anything, having that community that yeah. like Gary said, we could go to and be able to connect to other people who are struggling just like we are or have passed where we are and doing well where we're not doing well and having them want to give you feedback has been um, the most amazing part uh, of boot camp. The models are great. I love them and they really helped me, but the community part has been the thing that saved my therapy, emotional well-being over the last few years. I know we're running out of time, but Mallory, you had something you wanted to say and then we'll wrap up. Yeah, um, ditto. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just very encouraging. And I have to say, I, I'm much more of an extrovert than an introvert. You'll see me all the time in the Facebook group. <laughs> but um, I feel very well connected as a therapist with people in the community, but I didn't always feel very supported as a private practice ther therapist. And it is really encouraging and positive and supportive. You can like literally like over the round, see the transformations. Like if you like typed in my name, even like from the beginning to now, you'd be like, what? <laughs> She's doing what? Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's just very motivating. It helps keep you on track. So you're like, oh, that person had nobody. And now they are like doing like Periscope every day. And like, like has this cool online community and like you're like what <laughs> cool well Wait, any, okay <laughs> um as far as trust goes and kelly and miranda know that this has been an issue with me the last few weeks um out in the community where i'm in in miami there's a lot of copying there's a lot of idea stealing a lot of um negative peer relationships, negative interactions. I've had people copy my website. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in that respect. And this community, I know that whatever I share in there is safe. Yeah. I know nobody's going to copy it. I know nobody's going to steal it. I know nobody's going to um, just, for lack of a better term, bastardize what I'm doing. Um, and, and that means a lot to me. As, you know, the integrity of the people that are hand-selected by these two women is incredible. And, and being able to go into that community and share and give feedback and, and bounce ideas off of everyone in there is invaluable. So, I have to say, if I'm having a crappy day, I'm just going to watch this. Because, <laughs> first of all, thank you for showing up. You guys all volunteered to be here. 
And for us to hear your stories and to know that we got to be even a small part of it, it's like, I want this for every therapist in their private practice to know what it feels like to be doing what you're meant to do. And for people to be able to say like, that impacted me and this changed my life. So I have goosebumps for the past 30 minutes. And um, we're very, very touched and appreciative of you taking an hour out of your day to help convey something that we sometimes have a hard time saying like, no, it really does help people. Um, and um, we're not just trying to make money and like, we're really trying to like transform our community. community. And it's a, it's a big deal. And and to be able to look at each of you and to know that I have met every single one of these people personally and hugged every single one of them myself and know that they are real uh, humans who have gone through this process and done quite amazing things. Like, I'm honored and I don't have really, I don't know, there just aren't words for how awesome this is. And so... Thank you. I, I don't know what else to say. Yeah, no. I promise this will be quick. Um, there's something I want to open up to anyone who's on this um, webinar, which is to give you my email address. Do not. Do not. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm, here it is. I am going to do it, and here's why. Muter. Muter. Here's the thing. One of the reasons that we did this is because our boot campers are so awesome. And they have been so beautiful to share their stories individually with people. And sometimes they'll be like, and then I got on the phone with them for like two hours. No, I'm like, Nada. okay, you need to create some boundaries. So we're- I do have that. You have to trust me. I am your offspring in business. So She's going to do what she wants I may not to do. respond right away. I've made time for this. I've decided on this early on. The reason why I want to give my email address is because it's conversation without the two of you present. It's conversation without any other bootcamp. You mean present. that happens? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to offer this. It's, okay. And this is not, it, I promise it's not going to take away from my life because I refuse to do that now. I don't respond to messages when I can't. It's people will have to survive. Go ahead. This Rebel is something Mom. I care about. So okay. here's my email address in the chat. It's Therapy at gmail.com. I will take some time to respond to because I do have a lot of different things I do, but I will respond to you. Just say bootcamper or thinking about bootcamp in your subject line and you will get a response from me. Thank Regardless you. of what these two said, I shouldn't do. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> As per usual. Uh, <laughs> you know what you got into when you saw me in bootcamp. Yeah, so. no, it's all right. So again, I want to thank everybody. We are going to wrap it up because we, we know that they have like actual practices to get back to. Um, and I've just been sitting here weeping for 15 minutes. So I think I'm over that because I really hate crying generally. But I think the, that big piece um, of just like the real relationships um, that you guys have formed um, and that there's been a safe space to do that. And um, we love yeah, you. Thank you guys so much. Really? Like, thank you. Thank you. Um, pleasure and yeah we'll send out the recording and we hope to see you guys in boot camp I don't know what else can, yeah. can convince you but <laughs> if it's for you it's for you if it's not it's not it's no okay. judgment but listen to the stories and let them inspire you yeah. and come up with a plan if it's not boot camp do something and do yeah. something big and do something clear 
and realize that it all connects. I, I don't like it all connects. It all builds. Like when we say like people go, I just want the business map planning module. It's all the business planning module. <laughs> I, I just want the marketing. Yeah. It's all the marketing, like <laughs> except maybe the finances. That's the one that kind of sort of, is connected, but Mary Beth does it and it's a little less, but we still want you to get your finances. How do you have a business without finances? No, it's part of it. (laughs) No, I know, but like it doesn't, if you could do the finance module on its own, like logistically, and it wouldn't like, it could be separated out. The rest of it, it all ties in. There's no way to like pick and choose it and just skip to the end because it builds. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Thank Thank you. I hope you loved today's episode. If you're a therapist who's tired of those long hours, low pay, and constantly battling burnout, don't forget our free video training designed just for you on how to build and grow a sustainable, profitable solo or group practice. Head over to zinnime.com slash podcast to check it out today. Until next time.